So what's up? How you doing? Oh, we starting now? Yeah, I'm we're doing starting well. now. Oh, we're plugged in? Okay. We're in this thing. We're okay, plugged cool. in. Well, 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 well. This is uh, episode seven. This is uh, the Vanity Ultra podcast. Um, I'm your host, Kenny. And I'm Eli. All right. And uh, today we have a very, very, very special guest with us today. Um, you know, this has been somebody I've like followed for the last year, I want to say, for the past year, I want to mm-hmm. say. Um and just coming across her page, I mean, she's very, very fashionable as well. Very uh, well put together when it comes to uh, her curation, as far as like when it comes to her page, all the stuff she does within her brand, uh, her collaborations. So we're going to just let our go ahead, our guest uh, introduce herself right quick. Awesome. Thank you. I'm Michaela Abuen. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in the Bay Area, and now I currently live in L.A. Uh, due to a tech job. And then I have a nonprofit called Fearfully Wonderfully Made, where we give back to homeless men, women, and foster children. It's mm. obviously been on pause because of COVID, but that's kind of like the gist of Michaela. So um, thank you so much uh, for a couple of different <laughs> things. Thanks for sitting with us, of course, but also thank you for introducing some estrogen to this podcast. Because <laughs> so far, I'm so it's excited just been, about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. been dude suit yeah, for the really couple, past couple of weeks. So, uh, so yeah. thank you. <laughs> Literally. Of course. Um, so yeah, so I think how well for usually when we have guests on, this is how we're pretty much going to go about it. Quarterback this thing. We're going to start with your upbringing, and then we're just going to go from talking about your brand, just uh, mm-hmm. brands you collaborate with, um, maybe yeah. your early inspirations, uh, your future. So we're just going to start about talking about your uh, just getting into your upbringing a little bit. So talk about talk talk to us about that. Yeah. So, sorry, excuse my dog, you guys can see her, but I'm pretty sure people won't be able to see her. <laughs> it's all good, here. it's all good. Um, so, yeah, I actually was born and raised in Vallejo, California, and for me, I lived there till I was about in high school. Um, I grew up in a Christian family, I've always gone to church, um, and that's kind of like what uh, foreshadowed into FWM, because it's inspired by Psalms 139.14. Um, and in, for me personally, I... Um, grew up, so my dad's Filipino, my mom's Irish and Portuguese, so I grew up in a mixed family. Um, my dad grew up in Oakland, and then my mom grew up in Vallejo, and she was a teen mom. My dad grew up from a single mother, so very oh, wow. strong women, like, in the genes of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just being able to have kind of those role models to look up to um, inspired me to do better. Like, it didn't put, like, pressure to, like, force me to want to be the best. It was like, oh, man, like, I've seen these women come out of these really harsh circumstances and made things in to made it more beautiful than what it should have been. Mm. So um, when I graduated high school, I moved to New York and I was working over there in a showroom. Um, and it was okay. It was okay for me, but it just ended like really like bad on like the boss's side. Mm-hmm. So I had to move back home, and that's when I started my nonprofit. I wanted to start um, FWM just because I grew up um, always like struggling with like my body image and who I was and trying to figure out like how to be like the perfect girl and especially like for girls my age when we were younger like the perfect girl was like blonde hair and blue eyes Mm -hmm. like so you always wanted to be that you wanted to be lighter and um obviously i don't face that as much as other women do but that was still something that i wanted to look more like or like you wanted the white barbie because i was the prettier barbie so as i got older i wanted to be like how can i change this conversation to women of all colors are beautiful and women of all sizes are beautiful um and that was something that I struggled with. And so I started FWM inspired by, by that. I just saw that issue growing up and I figured I didn't want to be myself. So I need to kind of be more happier and more proud of who I am deep down. 
Um, and I think that's just a struggle for, that all women face, no matter what background you come from. Obviously, um, other women face more discrimination than others, but it's a conversation that I want to join and bring a positive impact and outlook to. Mm. Wow. Wow. Well said. <laughs> well, well said. Wow. Uh, so, okay, so dialing back a little bit. So growing up in California, like, what was some mm-hmm. of your early, like, I mean, influences when you talk about just maybe like either it's fashion or music or just overall, like just a way of life, whether it can be some of your like your own personal family or maybe celebrities you probably grew up watching. So who are your mm-hmm. like some of your early too influences? short because you're from the Bay Area, right? Oh, yeah. Too short. <laughs> oh, <right. Uptown. laughs> he definitely has an impact at any 40, right? And Mac Dre. But um, no, my dad, um, it's funny because I grew up listening to all genres of music. Mm. So I loved, my dad loved NWA and um, pop growing up. I was just like, obviously a oh, given. Okay. And then I loved Kanye West from a very young age. Mm. I've always yes. loved Kanye West. Yeah, I've always bad. followed him. He's kind of fallen off for me in the, in the past recent <laughs> months. But yes, yeah, no, a he's little the best. bit, I agree. <laughs> so yeah, I loved Kanye West. I loved Jay-Z especially too. So um, those influences and spite of like just doing and saying whatever they wanted also in the media like i loved that i loved mm. growing up and seeing kanye west like say whatever he wanted on a magazine cover when george you're, like, bush does in not care Safeway. about black people <laughs> 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 that literally Yo, classic classic, classic but yeah, um yeah. so definitely him and then i've always loved angelina jolie that was another mm. big inspiration for me so mm. i remember being super young and when she like made the cover for adopting um all these different kids like, I just loved that she was bringing that inclusion and diversity into her home, and she was still an actress and a model, and she's just a gorgeous human being right, overall. Right. So, wow, Kanye West and Angelina yeah. Jolie. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's where Angelina Jolie really got a hold of me, was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. That movie is really great. <laughs> what? And she's, she's, like, she's, like, she's really out in the trenches. Like, she's out in Africa. She's in yeah, that's these third fact. world countries really, like, that's helping. A, a lot of people oh, just yeah. kind of give money but she's really she's really out there she's really out here man and she's the tomb raider she's done so much like come on now tomb raider was a hit bro like man yeah no she's amazing so her and then i think inspired like inspired to start like a christian brand was jerry lorenzo obviously fear of god so okay. seeing just um a man in like the industry come forward and like be proud about his faith was a huge like thing for me that was like oh yeah why aren't more people proud to like talk about the lord and fashion like it was so separate for a very long time now was the like uh as far as like your faith or just being in the church was that an early like influence growing up like were you in the church like every sunday growing up and stuff of that nature yeah so i definitely was um my dad's actually a pastor and then my mom's like a leader she wouldn't they wouldn't really say pastor but she's basically a leader for like a women's group um twice a week during the week tape so yeah, it's really, it's crazy, but um, it's been in my life for a long time, so yeah, you're right. You know, it's funny you say that because my grandmother is a pastor, and I think mm-hmm. that our our upbringing is one and the same, I think, because, you know, I grew up in church too, but I find that when, you know, a family member is a pastor, it's a little, it was really hard for me to, like, go and see that part of her, mm. and that kind of mm-hmm. drove me away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um but also, I find it interesting that you, you know, you're, you say bringing church and fashion together because, you know, it's church and fashion is kind of synonymous. Like everyone gets in their Sunday best to go to. It's like a fashion mm, show on Sunday. Very you know? true, very true. So yes. I, I think that's very that's interesting right. that, you know, you come from that upbringing and you do this now. I think that's very interesting. Hmm. Thank you. That was a beautiful tie-in, by the way. Wow. Hey, man. That was, that I'm, was a pro- good. I'm a professional podcaster, Kenny. I do this for a living, man. I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. So, um... So transitioning past that, 
and then going into when you're moving to New York. So like, what was mm-hmm. some of your first like when moving to your New York? Was there any like differences first off the bat you noticed like moving? Like, what was some of your like first like, oh wow, like I'm really here, like. Yeah. Well, I remember, um, so actually before I had moved to LA, or sorry, when I had, before I had moved to New York when I was 18, I was doing like um, modeling down um, over here in San Francisco and like working with different like talent agencies. Mm. So I knew I wanted to move to New York, like to continue that modeling, continue that like actress model mm. thing. Every girl wants to do it. Let's be honest. It's fun. Um, so when I moved to New York and I was on the plane, I saw the Empire State Building. I was like, oh crap, like she's here. Like oh, she did it. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't need the help of like parents or like a sugar die. Like she's just really out here. Right. So um, I was really excited. Mm-hmm. I think the main difference I saw um, for me personally was I didn't have family down there. So that was a huge disconnect for me. Yeah. Like I, w- I know it's probably it would have been easier if I had family, but I just didn't. So yeah, I was gonna say that moving from San Francisco by yourself, by the way, all the way to the other side of the country. That that's okay. a big move. That to do by yourself. Yeah, it's crazy because I when I remember when moving from because I'm from California as well. I'm from San Diego, but like I moved from here all the way to for like Virginia Beach. But that was my whole family. So it's like I couldn't even imagine Mm -hmm. like moving by my just myself. Like that's a huge transition. So I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So what do you like? Do you like the West Coast or the East Coast better? Okay, it depends. So Mm. I love the East Coast in, like, regards to, like, going out and, like, doing fun things, fashion, like, food. Like, I love the environment. But I think I'm biased. I love California because I do like driving my own car around. I don't like taking Mm. the train. That drove me insane when I lived out there. I love I just felt so gross all the time. The train train is so (laughs) much fun. It's so much fun. It's my favorite part of New York. I love it for you. Right. So, okay, so, all right, so we got to talk about it then. So, comparing, like, New York as far as, like, food-wise to, like, L.A. or, like, California, like, what would you say between the two? Yeah. Who has the better food? Don't let Kenny's stick man figure fool you. He's a <laughs> fat boy at heart. He loves, that's all he ever wants to talk about yeah. is food. Okay, so I'm going to oh, say something real quick, right? So, you don't know, like, Michaela, you don't know this, but, of course, Eli knows this. Uh, So, I used to be bigger growing up. I used to be, oh, wow. so, I think the most I ever weighed was, like, 265. Wow. Yeah, wow. I was, yeah, I was hefty. Good for you. Yeah, I was a hefty boy. And I used to be a skinny boy. Uh, <laughs> and then over the years, I've just gotten fat. Um, yeah. You have not. You definitely have not. Um, Food-wise, okay, I do love California food mm. because we have, like, all the different, like, Michelin star restaurants, mm-hmm. like, in, like, Napa and Yonville. Mm. So, like... We don't have as many food chains as we do, like, restaurant-owned, like, Mama Pop. Like, you guys have Mama Pop, like, pastries and, like, all that, which I love, mm-hmm. which is different. Um, but, no, I do, like, waking up on, um, like, Miss... Like, your guys' bodegas and everything stay open so late. And at, over here in California, they're closed at, like, 10. Like, wow. everyone's in bed by 10. Yeah, yeah. I, wow, I, I, think, I think that's the main difference between food anywhere else and then food new york so you can go to subway at one o'clock and get a yeah, sandwich yeah. You know? yeah can't do that anywhere else that's a fact yeah and i feel like with like i don't know like i don't know and it's like i feel like there's some restaurants in new york that you can possibly get in california i may be wrong like for instance i'm saying okay i'm saying as far as like in like california you have a nobu in new york you have nobu yeah, like, but mm-hmm. Malibu Nobu is I'm to- I'm sure it's totally different. Than <laughs> oh, so it has to be a bet. crazy experience. I bet. Um, so yeah, so you know, t- getting back to your um your FW brand, um, how mm-hmm. so you help homeless, right? That's you yeah. help homeless people and ho- men and women. How has COVID impacted that? Because I'm sure that 
the, you know, the homeless and the homeless problem in Los Angeles is insane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so how has COVID affected that for you? Yeah, so I was actually running FWM over there in the Bay Area. So predominantly um, Oakland, oh, um, right. California yeah, over right. there. Yeah, so um, that's just because that's where my dad lived um, growing up. That's where my church was. So I think it impacted it because I was also helping a nonprofit called Jimly, where they were um, going to be building a church in the Philippines. So mm. they have been around for like over 30 years, but like they're not really known in the media because mm. it's like an old guy who's been running this for obviously over 30 years before social media existed and just like through natural like donations around churches. So we were going to actually host um, a dinner event in Berkeley over there. And it was going to have like all these Filipino-based brands. It's how I met Ray, um, the one who owns O'Ray from New York. Yeah, that's Ramai, how I met him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, love, I love Ray. Um, so that's how we met was because I was reaching out to Filipino um, designers and like mm. brand owners to donate. And we were going to do um, a raffle and then all the donation tickets and money were going to go straight to the Philippines. So that obviously couldn't happen. And it was supposed to happen in April. And then March happened with the COVID. And everyone's like, oh, maybe it's maybe we'll just push it back two weeks. I literally pushed that dinner back like three times. And finally, I was like, I just need a refund. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I need my deposit back. So that was really harsh. And then um, when I was doing barber events before COVID, um, where like I had barbers come out and give homeless men free haircuts to like get ready for job interviews. Um, that had to stop because obviously um, we want to follow safety precautions and be respectful of like what the shelter was like asking. Right. So it was rough. It's been rough for sure. I think that's why it feels like I haven't done anything for FWM in so long. I'm like, oh, I want to go back. But it's just hard with a lot of people like being comfortable and uncomfortable with like seeing other people. Wow. So really, um, I don't think we got into it, but like, how did your brand come about? Like, how did it originally start? Like, what gave you the initial thoughts of, oh, I want to start this? Or what was your initial thoughts of the name? Like your original thoughts of oh, what the name is going to be like? How did that come about? Yeah, so I, um, it was 2017 and I was back home and I just, I was in Bible study with my mom. It sounds like so like cheesy and wholesome but this is real i was in bible study with mom. <laughs> no, and psalms 139 14 which is i praise you because i'm fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well and at the time of me being 18 i used to wear like crap ton of makeup like couldn't leave the house without like my face beat always had to like be dressed up and i was like who am i trying to impress right now like especially now that we see that during covid it's like nobody dresses up anymore right but um so i came about because i just didn't feel happy with who I was um, and I was thinking like how many other girls feel this way like they're in constant like competition with yourself of like trying to look better trying to be the best when I could just and there's nothing wrong with makeup it's just, I was putting it on as a mask mm. that was the issue with it that's when it became a toxic um, environment for me but um, so then I saw the bible verse and then literally like two days later Psalms 139 14 popped up again like on like my news feed or something so it was just this reoccurring thing. So finally I started FWM as an online magazine where I had like bloggers of all ages come to the platform and like share their stories, um, talk about different topics like um, body image, relationships, like mm. um, obviously sex before marriage because that's like a occurring thing and even in the church, but the church doesn't want to talk about that. Right. And then sex after marriage, like those type of topics, everyone's like, oh, don't talk about it, but it's a sin. And it's like, how are we supposed to have girls like understand why like keeping their purity is so important if we don't talk about these things? So just like being open to those conversations and how FWM started as an online magazine. So not even as like a homeless community thing at all. It was really funny. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
Wow, that was well said again. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> you ob it you obviously have put a lot of thought into it and you are obviously yeah. doing it for real. Like you're not this isn't just uh yeah. this is for real for you. Um where do you see it going? Like, mm -hmm. Um, I think my like overall goal um, so obviously I work like a, like a nine to five. So I work remotely from home, um, and like doing like business, but I would love to be able to like have that, like FWMS part-time, like have like a warehouse space mm -hmm. where it's like, we can host photo shoots there to like sell merchandise. But then we also have like an area and room where homeless men and women come in 24 seven to get food or clothing for free. Mm -hmm. Like that would be the dream for me. And some people are like, that's so simple, but that would be the dream. Like I would love to do that full time if I could get paid for it and just be set for life. Wow. So, yeah. That's really, wow. That's really good. Yeah. I wish, I wish I had your, your, um, what's the one I'm looking for? Your passion to help people. You know, I like helping people too, but yeah. to base my whole life around it would, would, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So is there any, yeah. uh, would you say, since you've started your brand and been able to connect with the community of sorts, like, has there been, is there, in, like, do you see yourself, like, is there a dream collab collaboration? Do you see yourself possibly wanting to partner with someone or a specific, specific brand? Like, what's that mm -hmm. dream collaboration you see yourself, like, wanting to possibly have in the near future? Yeah, I think a dream collaboration would definitely be, like, with Vogue. Like, I would love to be able to, like, do a whole shoot and, like, a whole concept. And maybe someone will steal this idea and just do it for me. But, like, a concept where it's, like, women that, like, were homeless and, like, a year later have, like, transformed their lives. Or, like, were in, stuck in addiction and now have transformed their lives and are healthy. And, like, a photo shoot that has, like, a collage of women that, like, have done that. And it's just, like, dolled up. Like, beautiful couture dresses. Like, something to make these women feel beautiful and like showcase that to show that it is possible to go from something so dark and so dim that people like overlook in the street like oh he's just never gonna get his life together he's gonna be homeless forever but there, it just shows hope and it shows the beauty in that and how um there is beauty in helping people and having faith that they can change so i would love to be able to collaborate with vogue for that type of like concept of like a photo shoot or something right right yeah wow. i think that's good because i i think that what you're bringing to light is something that we really need to talk about because you know a lot of people they see a homeless person this is like i don't want to give him money because he's probably going to buy drugs and mm. why does he just get a job like it's it's really not that simple like it's really hard to get a job if you don't have a permanent residence you know mm, and it's really right. hard to do yeah all types of certain things when you're homeless mm, so right. i think that what you're doing is i think you're doing this amazing wow. yeah thank you I, mean, I wish there was like more um talk around like having different um like organizations that or like places that were had jobs that could like could like house homeless people because that's another issue that it is it's really just housing people and getting them prepared for job interviews like that's mm. a huge thing but it also comes into like those that are um, in homelessness or in like low-income communities um like wanting that accountability too because it's really hard like that's another mental health thing like they're like oh nobody's gonna hire me so why should i even try so mm. that's another discussion obviously that could go another day but yeah. that's another issue that um, i've seen because i was a case manager too for um, i did an internship up in oakland where I like learned a lot about the women too, and like just like everyday things that they struggled with. Oh wow, wow! Mm -hmm. And then also something I noticed coming across like your page and every and everything. I see you're uh, into health as well. I see you're very into uh, on your vitamins, the juices, and everything. <laughs> yeah. Me being a uh, avid runner now, I've uh, been very uh, <laughs> consistent with uh, my vitamin intake. My congratulations. Know, See, <laughs> I don't I don't take vitamins because I don't know which vitamins to take. 
and I feel fine. Okay. So uh, you know, I don't feel like I need to take them. But I know that's just a silly I way mean, of thinking. I just know, like, I take uh, what is it? Like, I take like uh, calcium, uh, damn, vitamin E for sure. You drink milk too, right? No, 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 no. You don't no, drink no, milk. No, no, no. Why are you lying <laughs> no, to me? No, no, no. Why are you lying to me, Kenny? You told me you drink a glass nah, of milk the other man. day. So okay, all right, all right. It's like a once every now and okay. then thing. I, right. I drink water for most of them. I don't drink soda. Not yeah. Um, okay but anyways back to yeah. you anyways uh no yeah. you're fine i do drink soda like if i'm having pizza i need a root beer that is the only time it's acceptable mm. thank you Another, i have to have root, root beer, beer with my truther. pizza no one likes root beer nobody mm. what root beer is the greatest soda that comes out of a fountain uh, it is no root beer is the best because it's got that that vanilla creaminess and then like it's it's the best oh yeah yeah <laughs> i love root beer, <laughs> root beer flow he's an advocate for root beer that's yes. our next discussion yeah. we need a vandy ultra podcast root beer that would be so fire <laughs> what that would be fire. hey yeah. yo hey coming soon uh the vu root beer uh now nah, mine's always been sprite i've always been a sprite person like that's, that's sprite's my, only that's good thing. when you put a shout out tequila and a lime in there Damn, that's okay. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I know. That is hilarious. I actually had Sprite and tequila for the first time last Friday. So I, like, Postmates tequila to my house for my friends because they were, like, coming over to pregame. And we ordered limes, too, with the Postmates. And the guy called. He's like, we don't have limes. So I was like, oh. And then to my, I just thought of Sprite because I thought of the lime on the Sprite bottle. And it was not bad. So tried that for the first time. Also, Sprite with Crown Royal Apple, that's that's God tier as well. Really? That's some of the the best, yeah. Huh. I did learn um, about Hennessy and lemonade when I was in New York. That is something I took from New York to California. Yeah, Mm. no. Hennessy, I've I've heard Hennessy and sweet tea, Hennessy and apple juice, Hennessy and cranberry juice, and then Hennessy and what did you say it was? Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. Simply lemonade. Yeah. I've never heard any of that, but apparently it's to die for. Wow, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Henny drinker. Nah, that's those days a lot. That's like (laughs) if I need an extra boost of like confidence for the night, it's Hennessy. Oh, yeah, (laughs) trying to do something crazy, yeah, like karaoke night or something. We just need that extra boost of just confidence, just to, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, you're in Oakland or you're in right that's where you are. I'm in LA now. You're in LA. I just moved to LA. I know it sounds like so much, but yeah, I'm in LA now. Um, how's COVID doing for you guys? Cause I heard it's crazy in LA right now. Yeah. Okay. And also it is, it is a serious thing. And it is a lot, but like as the news portrays it to other States, obviously you guys can't tell cause you guys aren't here, but like people are still out like with masks. Like it's just like, if you were to measure any disease or sickness as well, obviously it'd be scary to see numbers. Right. Um, but for me, I'm a big advocate for like kids and their mental health mm-hmm. and having kids be outside and having kids play with friends. So I have younger sisters and I've just seen how they've benefited from their neighbors going outside um, during this whole year of COVID right. and yeah. it's helped them. So I'm a big, I'm just happy that people are like safely going back to work, safely going back to school because I think social, we're humans, we're made to socially interact in person like this safely and just in general um so yeah i was breaking my it broke my heart when people had to be like locked in their homes or like that they lived alone so i'm definitely blessed i was with my family though during covid because i probably would have gone crazy if i lived alone during that time yeah so have you i mean are you would you consider getting a vaccine shot is that something that's crossed your mind yeah it has definitely crossed my mind and my dad is in healthcare, so he does work for different hospitals and like oversees it um for me personally i don't know yet just because i have never i've never gotten the flu shot in like a decade 
Wow. Like, I just didn't get... Yeah, I haven't gotten a flu shot in, like, a decade. So, yeah. like, I just haven't gotten any of the vaccines. And I haven't gotten COVID. <laughs> I haven't gotten any sickness. And right. nobody that's in my good. family has had it, which is good. So, I think, for me personally, the way I view it is, if you want to get the vaccine, that's great. It's just, like, I hate when people are like, oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. It's like, let people choose and decide. Right. Like, yeah. and just focus on you. And then we're all fine. Yeah, I got I got my first shot last week. Well, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Did you have any? Did you have any symptoms? Uh, my arm was sore for like three days. Um, oh yeah. But you know, whatever. I'd rather have that than yeah. COVID. You know. No, that's yeah. Because we we're, we're trying to travel. I mean, at some point, I know yeah. this year I'm trying to travel. At some point, like that's that's the goal. So, just knowing that I have that, like, because I know I plan to get it at some point. So if I know just like I have it in my system, I'll feel more comfortable when I go travel. And that's yeah. Right. And they're yeah. saying that and if. If you have a party and everyone's vaccinated, you guys don't have to be, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. So I'm yeah. trying to get yeah. all my homies vaccinated so we can, <laughs> we can get on tilt mode. So you can go back. Right. right. Yeah. Don't and I do get like tested like regularly to just living out here like yeah. once every other week just for like for the no knowledge of my own. Mm-hmm. And I've been negative every time. I did have one guy say he lost my test. And I mm-hmm. like was like, whoa, like you can't just say you lost someone's test. So I called his manager and they like oh, found wow. it. He just didn't even scan it properly. But I was like, you guys, I told them, I was like, you guys can't tell people that you lost their test. Like, some people actually have, like, life or death situations where, like, they can't do anything until they have that test to say that they're, like, negative and to move or travel or see something. So I actually had an appointment and I had to get tested and show that I was negative before then. And I was, but it was just, like, came super late. Wow. So, wait, he called you and was like, yeah, we lost your test. Sorry. And that was just going to be it? Yes, literally. So I, oh, I wow. like waited. It was supposed to get in like 24 hours. And I saw online, it said like still pending. And I was like, I called. I was like, what? I was like, why is my test pending? And she's like, oh, we actually can't find it. Like it was wow. casual. And I was like, Wait, what? You can't say that to me. Like, I need to see that test now. So yeah, it was insane. Wow, that's crazy. So like currently now, what are, who are your, some of your like, very like who are your like some of like favorite brands currently right now as far as like when it comes to Ooh. fashion yeah what are you rocking what are you wearing yeah what are you rocking <laughs> well right now i'm wearing just a zara crew neck and i have like some nike vintage like track pants on which okay. are like green yeah they're like my favorite they're so comfortable it's like 50 degrees here in la right now it's not that hot at all wow um uh, my favorite brand wow. yeah what is it over there it's like 72 currently yeah, right now 72 yeah it's oh wow nice yeah, well, we like switched it was like just snowing no. <laughs> we you know, said, um, wait, but whoa, yeah, no, no, it back was, up, back up, back it up. was just snowing like two weeks ago. It was snowing dude. here, or she's saying in California, in California, no, in New York. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, it's, yeah, no, <laughs> it was just snowing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, you think we're in New York right now, or wait, where are you guys? Oh, we're we're in a we're in Virginia oh. Beach, home Virginia of the Beach. Virginia. Oh, nice, nice, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. why. So, wait, and that's still that's still the east coast, though, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so well, like New York. I think we're more considered the South, but as far as like for people that's grown up, like we consider ourselves yeah. the East Coast for the most part. <laughs> I don't part. consider myself the South. I think Virginia <laughs> is like that border, well, you, border state. We well, gotta think like back in like the old like slave Ooh. days, like Richmond was the capital oh. of the Confederacy. So like it was, mm. yeah. Then so. it, but then it moved. Ah, it did that's move. true. Yeah, 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 we can get into the. We want to get into a history lesson because I'm a history buff, dog. No, 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 no. I just want to tell where we at. Okay. But um, but yeah, no, that's uh. So yeah, what are your some of uh current your current favorite brands right now? Uh, I would definitely say Amelion Doors number one. Yo, just because so I I don't know if you ever listen. I don't know if you ever listen to this podcast, but I 
I am a little whore for Amy Ondor. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. So much. I spend so much money at that yeah. store. It's he, crazy. He's he's truly put me on. I want to say I yeah. He's it. he's put me on. Have you been really? to the store like the new one on Mulberry? Mm-mm. You were probably there before they got the new store. It's insane. Really? Okay. You open. Yeah, I'll have to go. You open up a box. Oh my god! Let's just talk about that for the next hour. So, what is your <laughs> oh favorite god, season? All right, all right. <laughs> so, what's your favorite season? What's your favorite piece? <laughs> right. Yeah, no. So, I think that'd be number one, and then second. I'm trying to think of brands that I follow right now. Oh, I'll shout her out. Um, it's this um brand owner over here in LA. She's very low key. She like makes her own pieces. It's got. It's called By Thursday Party. Um, mm. but yeah, she's based in LA. She makes every like piece handmade. It's just like really. Oh really dope simple like like pieces for girls like tops or bottoms mm. um and she just like layers them really well and like distresses her own pieces so right now she's sticking out to me and then of course oh ray we love ray oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that'd yeah, be yeah. my third i'm just really proud of him and like he's popping off and everyone's freaking out whenever they see my shoes over here in la they're like what are those like what did you where'd you get those and i'm right. like yeah, no, those, yeah. <laughs> those yeah those are sick like i remember just watching uh because for the lip for for the listeners that don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about this individual Ray Maya who uh, owns a brand uh, titled uh, Ore NYC, but then also he's a YouTuber as well. So yeah. I remember watching the video for his preparation going into the shoes, and I was just like, mm-hmm. wow, like that's so crazy. Just as far as like the amount of time put into it and all the samples you got to make, like it's so crazy. Like, yeah, when I first met him because we were doing those creative talks in the beginning of COVID. Um, I had no idea he was a YouTuber, and he was so offended. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was I've like, been, "What do you I, have? Like two hundred subscribers?" <laughs> He's like, "Or like fifteen k." Yeah, because like I've been subscribed to him on YouTube for like quite a few years now. I think since, damn, I think I might have been in freshman in college, sophomore in college. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, so yeah, no, that's awesome. Right, but um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, you got any more? As far as like brands, you. I like think them? no, you're fine. I think that those would be my top three that are sticking out. Obviously, I've always loved Kith, and I love that Kith like showcases like different brands and designers inside the store. Mm. Um, I did. I did only. I haven't been to their new store that they have in New York. That like three story one. Mm. I went to like one like the original ones, um, or the original one they had, and the one in LA is like okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think d- I just like um, them. Yeah, those are like my top four that come to mind. You know, I never liked Kith. Like I just, I just never liked mm. it, but. They've been they're they're like real cut and sewn stuff that they've been putting out for the past few seasons is really yeah. and their little their little videos do for the lookbook are also yeah. always very yes cool. and did you happen to yes. see the uh, they uh, Ronnie had teased the uh, the new store in Paris yes yeah that's oh, oh my, my gosh nice. it looks like a museum yeah <sighs> it's gorgeous see and that's why I love him because like he designs every store according to like the city that it's based in. And, like that's where it, that's where like design and fashion goes outside of just clothing that I feel like a lot of designers that are up and coming get wrong. Like obviously Amy Ondor really perfects that through like his videos that he showcases for like ads. Like he kills it every single time and there's like a story behind everything. So there's a story behind every store that like Ronnie's dropping and it's just I don't know. It just makes it so much more respectable for me. And so does Jerry Lorenzo does the same with Fear of God. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think me and me and you have talked about it um, a few episodes back. Just how like, as far as presentation, like, like Kith and Emily on Door right now are by yeah. far one of the two brands that, when it comes to presentation for a collection, like, they're they're like top tier. Like, right. Right I, now. Think, I think I yes. think in order, especially today with COVID, I think that in order to be successful, 
instead of just making clothes and you know having a brand you really have to sell a whole entire like lifestyle you really like, do you look yeah. at yes. Santos, mm-hmm. you, can see, you can see his inspirations you look at you know ronnie feet you can see his inspirations and the way they do it is still very you know the brand but just yeah. the way they portrayed it is very, or like very with good. like emily oberg and like sporting and rich like yeah just yeah. like the the whole you know world they create i think is, is right. important because you can't just sell clothes anymore you know right of course yeah and that's what makes everyone set apart and i love that because it's it's really unique to tell your own story through clothing or through like art or anything so i do i do love that i love that aspect of fashion right so as far as so this episode is coming to an end but before we uh head off for this episode seven uh basically i just want to ask you as far as like when it comes to your future and when it comes to the rest of this year where do you see yourself within the next few years as far as when it comes to yourself when it comes to your brand your your family just overall like just wealth of life like where do you see yourself in the next few years and even down the line just like just later on this year where do you see your brand like going and then you see yourself going as well yeah um i think for this year i would love to see fwm being able to do an event that's serving um, homeless men and women over here in southern california mm-hmm. um and then for me personally career-wise like in the next like 10 years, the goal would be to be established, um, married or not. I would like obviously want my own home, probably another dog, another Kita. Mm. Um, and I think it just comes down to just like health, like just the little things in life, like, so, like settled in my own home, healthy, family safe. I have a space where people that I love can come over and cook with me. Like that's success to me in the future. And I'm still like running FWM on the side. Like that's literally my overall goal in life is to just have like, health and like peace moving forward wow yeah that's beautiful you said. <laughs> wow 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 and uh follow you guys need more girls on this we do yeah we no, definitely we do, do. Yeah. yes please please like, yeah if, if you got any friends that do cool stuff let us know um please. i will um and where can uh when can our listeners find you on instagram twitter how can they help your organization yes yes this is your plug plug yeah this is your plug in hour your plug, plug. yeah <laughs> yeah just follow me on instagram at michaela Edwin, first and last name and then my like in my brand is like tagged in my bio so it's all like super easy to like stay connected with the two right and we'll have her instagram t- uh in the descriptions as well as far as the descriptions and we'll uh, post the <laughs> podcast as well but um yo it was a true pleasure it was a true pleasure having you on today just talking about your overall wealth of life your brand just just pretty much everything. It was really true pleasure, pleasure, and I really, really hope. Uh, really, I, I'm really wishing great success for your brand as well as yourself. And it was a true pleasure having you on today. No, thank you guys so much for hosting. This was such a sweet surprise. I was actually really excited about it. Right, right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, well. This is, the, this is episode seven. This is episode seven. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michaela, for being on. It was a true pleasure. Of course. Thank you, guys.